Welcome home to the sanctuary, a place of rest for the broken and weary, where you can let go, cause you're fully known, by forever daddy, oh how we love you so, I know it's time to feel Thank you for visiting the Sanctuary Fellowship. We pray the following message will be encouraging to you. Listen in as we start taking away the layers of religion and discover the joys of a relationship with the Creator. Anybody excited about the word this morning? All right. Oh, we we in a good we in a good spot this morning. Amen. We in a good place here. I like to start with a quote. Here's our quote for this morning. God isn't worried about your worthiness. He's concerned about your willingness. There are five more Sundays in 2009. And in those five Sundays, there's Thanksgiving and Christmas, so it's going to be a whole blur. Amen? Here's an encouraging word. It is never too late to be who you might have been. Can somebody just receive that? It is never too late to be who you might have been. I don't know about you guys, but for me, the end of the year is, is, a, is a time of reflection. And with that, for me and probably for a lot of us, comes a lot of questions. Anybody like to reflect? A lot of questions. Did I, did I do everything that I could have done this year? Did I do the things that I said I was going to do this year? Did I, did I make some smart decisions? Did I make some bad decisions? And how are those bad decisions going to affect me going into the new year? How many people did I upset this year? And I don't mean like, because there's always going to be people upset. But I mean, people that I upset and it's really my fault. Did I make things right? How many relationships did I mess up or did I let fall apart? And, 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 you know, are there things that I should have fixed? Are there things that I can still fix? Young people with their parents, parents with their young people. Fathers and sons, sons and daughters. Here's a big one. Was I consistent this year? Yeah, that was ouch. Could I have been a better father, a better husband, a better friend? Was I a good friend to anybody this year? Have I been faithful or have I been faithfully hypocritical? Yeah, that's an ouch. But okay, before we start beating ourselves up this morning, hear this. You are not your failures. Come on, that should make somebody happy. You are not your failures. And listen, as long as there's still time to reflect, it means you're not in a box someplace. It means your failures are not final. Listen, reflection is good. Reflection is healthy. 
Side note, too often people avoid reflection. You know, like, like when, when, when we're not feeling well with ourselves physically, we tend to avoid looking in the mirrors. Anybody? You like those stores that have no mirrors? Right? But when you're feeling like a papi chulo, then, then you want to go into the stores that have mirrors everywhere. Because you just want to look at yourself in every angle. You're like... Every... Whoa, I'm looking sharp over there. You know, it, when, when you're in that, right? But when you're not... When you're, you, you, you like going to stores with no mirrors, when, but when we're not feeling well with ourselves spiritually, it's the same thing. We, uh, we like to avoid reflection. We like to avoid, you know, looking into things and, and, and searching deep. And, you know, the Word of God, the church, the setting, this atmosphere, it causes you to look in the mirror spiritually. Maybe not. Yeah, amen. Amen. Give it up for the sound guys. Yeah. So, so the church, the, the atmosphere, it causes you to look into the mirror spiritually. Now listen, the, the reason the mega church models grow so much and the reason there is it, it, such a big thing is because in that setting, and, and not all of them because there are some that are doing it incredibly well, but in that setting, it's easy to, to not be reflective. It's easy to not be accountable. It's those, those places are churches with no mirrors, are stores with no mirrors. It's, it's, it, it's simple to find a place, you can find a church where you can come every week, sit right in the very front and be entertained and not be moved. Entertained and not be moved. Stores with no mirrors. Now, on the flip side, the church, let me talk to my Spanish Pentecostals. The church should not be a place where every time you walk in, you feel condemned. Where the longer you stay, the more shame and the more guilt is put on you. And you walk away feeling more burdened and worthless than when you walked in. Some people like that, though, because at least it makes them feel spiritual. You feel spiritual. If you're feeling guilty, if you're feeling shameful, if you're feeling condemned, you say, oh, God must be on me. Oh, oh, God must be dealing with me. No, somebody's abusing you. And that's why so many people week after week after week will subject themselves to the oppression of religion. They hate it. They get more beat up than the UFC fighters, but they love feeling spiritual. Listen, the sum of all of our reflection should be, am I where I need to be? And am I who I need to be? It's all about position and identity. Am I where God wants me to be in my life? And am I who God wants me to be in my life? Position and identity. Listen, I shared a particular message at this very same time of the year back in 2007. I looked it up, Laura. 
Let me tell you where we were. We were at our third location as a church. It was our second building. It was a storefront building, a storefront church on the second floor of Westchester Avenue. Every time the sixth train passed, we had to either pause or speak louder. If you were in the offices, you'd get high from the fumes from the nail salon underneath. So the offices, people were always nice. If you were in the hallway, you'd get hungry from the Chinese food smell that was underneath. And if you were in the sanctuary, you would sweat to death from the pizza ovens that were underneath. And now because of all of that food underneath, we had kamikaze roaches terrorist roaches that were immune to foggers and bombs and exterminations we had roaches that ate that Dominican chalk that we put on things that kills normal roaches they liked that stuff and these roaches were so bad that in the middle of worship they would kamikaze dive onto people as they worship we thought people were catching the spirit and it was just, it was roaches. But somehow through all of that, God built a church, amen? Amen. He built a team. And I was sharing back then how God brings people together. And, and so many times we don't see the how or understand the why, but when we trust God, all the pieces fit. Woo. So God put a message on my heart then titled, Finding Your Fit. And people have been telling me that that message needs to be spoken over all of our new people. It's been over two years. We're in a different place. We, 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 it's a different time. The Word of God has proven itself faithful. Amen? In, 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 the, in the instance that it says that unless God builds the church, those that labor, labor in vain. So I wanted to share some points from that message with you today, but I need some help. I need four people that are good with puzzles. And, and so I, I, I want Kayla, who just came back from college. Come on, baby. Give me some love first. All right. <laughs> good to see you. I want you to pick three people to help you. They got to be pick smart people. Don't try, you know, because... Oh, wow, 200 plus, and you only found one smart person. Dan is looking the other way. Come on, quick, quick, quick. Open that up, Hector. One more, one more, one more. Come on. Okay, listen, that's a 500-piece puzzle. You got about 11 minutes, so knock yourselves out. You can do it. That's why, that's why I got the college student. But you got to do it quietly and don't be a distraction. All right. Amen. Amen. See, I want to illustrate, church, how the body of Christ is like a puzzle. Almost every piece of the puzzle is different. 
and although some make up the borders, some are, are part of the main scene, some are just the background, but every piece fits and every piece matters. Oh, somebody say amen. amen. See, some of you have always wondered, why am I so different? Why, why I can't be like this or why I can't be like that? The reason is because in the big picture, in the place, there's a place in the love of God that only you can fill. Say, thank you, God, for making me who I am. Come on. Some of you have been trying to fit into a puzzle you don't fit in. You've been trying to make yourself like somebody else and that's not you. And because of that, you beat yourself up and you, you tear yourself down and, and, and you let other people tear you. Listen, I don't fit in that piece. I wasn't made to fit in that part. There is a place for me. There is a place for me. See, in my opinion, too many churches are solely built on personality of one person. The church is not a three-piece puzzle and no other pieces matter. Come on, I got to tell you the truth, amen? Listen, hear my heart, and this is what I've learned in these couple of years. I will pastor this church with all of my heart for as long as God allows me to do it, but I... I am not the sanctuary fellowship. Nor is this church my identity. Amen? You will never click on georgemartinez.com. This is the sanctuaryfellowship.org. Praise God, somebody. See, the church is a picture of the body of Christ. <coughs> it's a picture of the love of God. And listen, I wrote something for you guys. Check this out. Like many of you, I'm just a believer. No longer under the deceiver. Jesus, my master, I'm his golden retriever. I'm a disciple and a discipler. I walk and lead. I'm a Christ follower. A minister of reconciliation. I've been reconciled. That means my sins have been blotted out. They're no longer on fire. I'm a friend of God who was adopted, became his son. That man you used to know, I'm no longer that one. I'm his beloved, the bride of Christ. I'm redeemed, I'm loved, cared for, provided for, maintained and sustained. I'm spoken for. No longer led to wander, searching for the truth because I found it. A fire in my bones, now I can no longer sit. I'm part of the kingdom, I found where I fit. Yeah. And that's my prayer for you guys. That's my prayer for you guys. See, the Sanctuary Fellowship is a body of believers made up of men, women, children, different cultures, different nationalities, different skill sets and passions and abilities and talents. We play different roles. We assume different duties. Some of us talk different, walk different, dress different, act different. But every piece matters and every piece fits. How you guys doing with that puzzle? Listen, if you come across a piece that doesn't seem to fit anywhere right now, just hold on to it. But understand, when the time comes, that piece will be the perfect fit. Woo! 
See, that piece doesn't seem to fit right now, but eventually it will be the exact piece that you need to complete that puzzle. Church, you might feel sometimes like you don't belong. I'm talking to some of you. The puzzle away just because you can't use it right now. I want you to understand there is a place for you in the body of Christ. There's a place for you in the love of God. And it's just about finding your fit. See, I want us to continue thinking and working like a team, like a real team, where we're all responsible for success and not just for winning the race, but for making sure everyone makes it across the finish line. That's the role of the church. That's not the army. That might sound like the Marines, no man left behind, but that's the body of Christ, the soldiers and warriors of God. No man gets left behind. Amen? Listen, since God tuned my heart for ministry, my burden has always been for those that have tried the church thing. It's always been for those that think that they tried God, that, you know, somehow they've been rejected by church, they've been hurt by church, they've been cast away, and so they have this feeling in their hearts like, man, I tried God, and that just doesn't work for me. Galatians 5.1, you guys know it has been up there for years. It is for freedom Christ set us free. But listen to what comes after that. It says, stand firm then. Do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Listen, if we can be burdened again by a yoke of slavery, it's because we were burdened before. Amen? Somebody with me? See, too often God draws people to himself and under his love and he removes from them the, the yoke of slavery, the sin, a bondage to habits and, and mindsets and thinking and shackles and he breaks them from relationships and things. God lives and then God's people come and put more burdens on them. You've probably heard somebody tell you, well, you come into church now, you can't drink, smoke, curse, and you better stop sleeping around. Can I speak to those people? Shut up! Who put you in charge of that? Did I give you that mandate to go and put... You're not in charge of that. You are the fisher. Let God clean the fish. Amen? You just walk it out so that people would follow you, so that people would want to be and have what you have. If you're miserable, keep your stinking attitude to yourself. That's not how we fish. You catch, let God clean. Because Jesus said in Matthew eleven twenty eight, 28, Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Not judgment, not condemnation, not shame, not guilt, not regret. I will give you rest. Look what he says. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart. And you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy. And my burden is light. See, Paul was telling the Galatians in this part because not to let the religious people put that yoke of religion on you. See, the Jews were trying to make all the Gentiles get circumcised. Sorry for the graphic. 
They were trying to make the, all the, the Gentiles get circumcised so that they could be like that. Look what Paul says. I, be, I Trust me, it's in there. You can check it. He says, I wish they would go all the way and emasculate themselves. Paul says that. He said, I wish they would emasculate themselves. Just go all the way. That's a little sarcastic, don't you think? That's not me. Paul says that. Look what he says in verse 6. The only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. Wow. Look at verse 7. You were running a good race. Who cut in on you and kept you from obeying the truth? Listen, I love seeing new people come and watching God change lives and families. But so many times people come in and out and they make these decisions. But after a while, something cuts in on them. And for so many different reasons, they drop out of the race. They walk away from the team. Why? What's the main reason people fall away? Because they never found their fit. They never found how they belong. They never found what, what place they, they, take, they take up. Puzzle people, how we doing? If you guys are still having a hard time with a certain piece, just build somewhere else. Eventually, when the other pieces get built up, you'll find the place for the piece that you were trying to fit in. Church. Some pieces have not found their fit in the kingdom of God because you haven't built up your area yet. They have a place in ministry alongside you, but you haven't matured enough to build up your area. Why? Because you're still thinking about you. Can, can I be harsh with just the people that I love that know me? Everybody else, I'm a really nice guy. Really welcome to the Sanctuary Fellowship. So great to have you. The rest of you grow up. Amen? There's an area that you need to mature and develop in so that others can be... See, I am not this church. We are this church. But when I allow myself to be built up, when I step out in faith, I make room for other pieces to fit. Can you get that with me today? This is for, this is for, for those that you, you've, been, you've been walking in this for a long time. You know what I'm talking about. All right? When I build my area up, then, then other people click right in. I create a place for them to fit. Somebody say amen. See, when our small team was planning on planting this church, one of the most powerful and terrifying words that I received from God was this. Go, there are lives hanging in the balance. God was telling me, it's not about you. It's them not finding their fit that I'm concerned with. See, we were worried about being worthy. God just wanted us to be willing. I want to tell you today, there are no bench warmers in the body of Christ. I don't want bench warmers in this church. You're just wasting space. When you become a member of God's team, you put on red. Amen? You put on God's colors. God sees you through the blood of His Son that was shed for the forgiveness of sins. Before there were gangs in the East and West Coast, we were the bloods. Whatever. 
We were the blood. The word of God says that when we enter into his family through obedience and faith, each of us was given gifts. These gifts are the God-given ability to fulfill what we were created to accomplish. So the word equip means to mend. It's the same word that's used in Mark when James and John were talking about mending their nets. Their nets were being mended to catch more fish. They were being equipped for the purpose that they were created for. So my role is to take the word of God and use it to mend God's people. Isn't that beautiful? In mending, there's equipping. And where there's equipping, there's ministry. And where there's ministry, there's people finding their fit. I want you to notice something. I was hoping they'd be farther along. but um, um, if, if there was just one little piece missing, the whole puzzle is incomplete. Do you see that? If one piece is missing the whole, and by missing, I don't mean you didn't show up to church on Sunday. Some of you show up week after week and you're still MIA. My visitors are saying, that guy's mean. Really, I love people. I just, this is the word, amen? What I want you to, 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 to get today, how important each and every one of you is to the body. I want to encourage you to find your fit in this church. I want to encourage you to find your fit in the family. I want you to encourage you to find your fit in the body of Christ. Find your fit in the will of God. Find where God has for you. Find where God wants you to be. Find what God wants you to do and then start doing it. Amen? Am I where I need to be? Am I who I need to be? Whatever your gift is, whatever your passion is, whatever God has put on your heart, we need to start doing it. Amen? Amen. Jason, would you come? I'm going to ask Jason to come and just, just kind of pray, seal this message into your hearts. But listen, puzzle people, how are you guys doing? Not all? Well, tell you what, here's what I want you to do. Everything that's been built already, I want you to take it apart. And what I want you to do is, is grab a handful, each of you, and make sure everyone in here has one puzzle piece. Because I want everybody in here to know, come on Jason, I want everybody in here to know that every single one of them is an important part, is a very important piece, a VIP in the puzzle. So receive that, and I pray there's an impartation on that thing. And, and Jason's going to pray that right now. If you would just put it, make sure his mic is up. Church, God deserves the play, the beautiful picture. Look at this, look at this. This is cool. Put it up here for those watching at home could see. When every piece comes together... It forms the church. Come on, isn't that cool? That's a cool $5 illustration right there. When every piece comes together, it forms the church. If there were pieces missing, what would happen? Isn't that incredible? I mean, do you get this picture, amen? amen. As you're getting that piece, Jason, go ahead and pray for these guys. Amen. Let's all stand. Come on, let's all stand as you're getting your pieces. Before I pray, I just want, I want to try something that I, I did a long time ago. 
um, I think it's important as a family. We're talking about becoming a, 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 a ultimately one piece. So I want to try something kind of therapeutic, if, if that's all right with you guys. With all of us standing, I need everyone paying attention for a quick second. I need everyone really focused on what I'm doing. I want everyone to turn to their, their left, which is my right, right? And tell that person, if, obviously if you're facing the wall, you can just stay facing straight. And tell that person towards your left, you're beautiful and you're important. Come on, come on, come on. All right? All right, don't start a conversation. Don't start a conversation. <laughs> now, turn to the person to your right. Everyone, turn to the person to your right and tell them the same thing. You're beautiful and you're important. Now, do it again. Turn to your left. You're beautiful and you're important. Come on, come on, come now, on. Now, turn to your right. You're beautiful and you're important. Yes. Again, turn to your left. You're beautiful and you're important. Now to the right again. Now check this out. What Pastor is basically explaining to you guys is, is that regardless, check it out, check it out. Regardless of where you are in your life right now, what your situation is, you're still beautiful, you're still important, yes. and we need you to become one. You know what I'm saying? Amen. Yes, yes. The bigger, the bigger picture about this and the more thing that kind of blows my mind is that not all of us are really perfect pieces you know what I mean you ever find those puzzle pieces that man you're like this is crazy but how's this gonna fit you know it has like these weird things and but every like he said every piece has its Amen. place Amen. some of us are sharp around the edges yeah. some of us are the uglier part <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> we ain't we ain't quite we ain't quite there yet but man there's a place for us in, the, in, in this body of Christ so I want you guys to know that all of you are beautiful and you're yes. important and yes. you're necessary and yes. your role is yes. is you belong. Yes. Feel accepted today. Yes. This is not about gaining gaining numbers in this place. Yes. We don't care about you know how many people we got in the seats. We don't care how much about how much money's coming in, even though that all that stuff is important. But you know what? It's about your salvation today. That's right. About your salvation, your That's acceptance, right. who you are That's in right. Christ. So today, feel accepted, feel it important, yes. feel beautiful yes. today. Some of you yes. needed to hear that today. You're not ugly. Yes. You're not ugly. Yeah. Sometimes around us, there's ugly things, but we're not ugly. Yeah. Do you believe that you were born again? Pastor was talking about that 360. It's about that start, that 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 new starting line. You know what I'm saying? That new place where we could begin again and we can leave the past behind. And we don't have to worry about what happened yesterday or what happened five minutes ago. You're beautiful and you're important. Let's bow our heads today and just seal this word. Lord, Father, God, we thank you, Father, for being such a God that is kind, beautiful, precious, loving, forgiving. So just beautiful, Father, God. Lord, we thank you, Father. We thank you for who you are, for how precious you are, for how forgiving you are your everlasting love your unconditional love lord we thank you for creating us for this very moment for this very day for this very for this very place lord jesus we thank you father god for who you are and how you're molding us and creating us and making us one today father god how you're giving us new vision right now lord Lord, I even pray that. I take a split second out, Father God, and I just pray right now, Lord Jesus. There's a lot of us in this room today who don't know what, who we are today. And, who, and we don't know where we belong. 
Father God, I pray that you start revealing that to us right now, Lord. Give us visions, dreams, prophetic, prophetic uh, thoughts right now, Lord Jesus. Speak to our hearts, Lord. Show us where you want us to be, Father God. Give us vision. There are preachers in here. There are pastors in here. There are ministers in here. There are worship leaders. There are, there are teachers, Father God. But most of all, we are all, we are all Christians. We are all in, your sons, your daughters, Father God. We're all in love with you, Father. Yes. So thank you for creating us, Lord, for this very moment, Lord Jesus. And we just seal this right now, Father God. Everything that the pastor has preached today, may we hold it in our hearts, Lord, Father God. May we not forget this, Lord. May we not have that, that Monday-itis, Lord Jesus, Father God, where Monday comes, Lord Father, and we forget and we drop it, Lord. But Father, may we remember who we are in you and that we are created for a reason, Lord, Father God. And you know what? Some pieces may not be as bigger, as big than others or, or seemingly as big as others, but each piece is important to complete the puzzle. So Father God, we thank you for what you have done. We thank you for the different colors that create your body, Father God, for the different pieces that create your body. And we thank you that we have been called to be those pieces, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. We thank you. Amen. 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 Listen, if you haven't made, if you've never made a decision to, to, to serve God, if you've never, never made a decision to, to say, man, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christ follower, I don't, I don't need to be a part, you know, I'm not asking anybody to join a church or join any kind of religion. We're saying, I need to be a Christ follower. If that's you and you've never made that decision, would you just slip a hand up so we can put a puzzle piece in your hand if you don't already have one? Amen. Amen. Thank you for those hands. Amen. Come on, let's, let's welcome them. Let's welcome them. Let's welcome them. Listen, the Word of God says all you need to do is confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord, that He came, that He died, that He rose again, that your sins are forgiven, and that He's coming back once again to take us. Amen? So if you would just believe that and confess that as we worship, as we pray, as we seal it today in some worship before we leave, man, just, just come on, come forward. Why don't some of you just come forward and join them and just let's worship before we're out of here. Come on, come on, come on. Let's go, guys. Thank you for supporting the Sanctuary Fellowship. We are a new and growing church with a passion and a heart towards enjoying God, serving people, and building healthy families. We pray that you will continue to fellowship and grow with us as we follow hard after God. Don't forget to visit us on the web at www.sanctuaryfellowship.org. God bless.